This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. We are back for episode three of the trilogy. I'm Here. Stu Saunders. I'm Nick Foley. Finally, you got some good music on here. Yeah, we got some Dr. Dre and some some Eminem's. This is this Eminem. This is the song. Everyone says uh, Eminem song. The um, I don't know what it was, but this is the song that I think put Eminem on the map. Him and Dr. Dre doing this. I thought it was like that one from the movie. <clears throat> I know. Oh, uh, Eight Mile. Eight Mile. It was before then. He had another one. What was the other song called, Mikey? That you don't know that song. My name is, yeah, and I think yeah. that was a good song. But this is, I love this song. How do you know that? But you also yeah. gave us Harry Belafonte to listen to. He's a man of many. Cultured. Yeah, yes, he is like, cultured. I like that. That's what it is. Eclectic tastes. Eclectic. A taste. man of eclectic tastes. What's going on today? Uh, well, guess what, man? It's the final. It's the final part of the trilogy, called Epic. The Epic trilogy. Um, so far, we've gone. Uh, we had two great episodes with Alan Stein. We're back to wrap up the final three. Uh, episode final three speakers of, of epic yeah and I'm looking forward to it the last three speakers like all the nine before them were, were phenomenal and and I think this isn't a good episode to, to dig into and we really did a deep dive into um, how uh, Greg and James and Eric uh, left impressions on us and uh, the impressions on the conference and there's a special uh, special treat. Little treat at the very end for our listeners yeah, so stay tuned to the end we're going to talk about uh, how you can come to 2020. We only have, I think I said 35 spots. Yeah. There's about 35 spots available for 2020. Why? Nick, why is it only about why 35 spots? Why is that, spots? Stu? You know why. I do know why, because the entire Epic community is coming back from this yeah. year. And so... Um, I've never done an event in my life, ever, and I've been doing events for almost 30 years, uh, where I've had... We have good return ratios in, from summer camp to our, our youth conferences, but I've never had an event where 100% of the people who who filled out the forum said, we're back next year. Yeah, which is great. Which is back, you yeah. Know? So we actually filmed this in two parts. So um, we're gonna come right back in two seconds with the final three speakers and our wrap up on Epic. So please stay tuned again, before we get to the end, don't forget to stay to the end to, for the treat and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and anywhere else you listen to the Type podcast. in The Authentic Entrepreneurs anywhere, anywhere. you'll hear us. Type it into a typewriter. Yeah, anywhere except for the typewriter. Because that doesn't connect it to anything. Typewriter. So yeah, we had to come back there and uh, finish this off without Alan. He had to go cut out and be a dad, which is awesome that he can still find time for us. And we appreciated all of his wisdom, knowledge, and and uh, you know analysis of what happened there. And I think we all agreed during the two episodes that it was super uh, a special event. And uh, I'm glad that it all kind of came together. And Alan was just a, was a champion of everything from the beginning, from day one. Um, we still have three speakers though to to yeah. go to kind of kind of go through, um, and we'll just do them in order. So we ended off with Alan actually, mm-hmm. um, and then we rolled from Alan right into uh, Dr. Greg Dr. Wells. Greg Wells. We've had the podcast. You can circle back and look at that podcast. Actually, we've had all of these people on our podcast except for yeah except for Amanda and James and James and Scott. So we've had nine of the 12 on the podcast. Yeah, so. which is great. So circle back and listen to these experts in their field because they're fantastic. Yeah, because they are really great. So Dr. Greg Wells is, uh, was, you know, I've seen Greg, we're friends. Uh, you know, we've traveled together. We've had many dinners together. We've had lots of great conversations together. Um, and Greg Wells brought it. He brought it to another level at the event. He actually, this is what is amazing. He redid his presentation 60 minutes before he did it. That was incredible. 
Yeah, I, I mean, Greg is such a, you know, he's such a, we, you know, you know him really, really well, and I, I know him personally, and, and he, he's such a consummate professional, right? Like really he, is. He go, but what I think about Greg when he's presenting and watching him as, as presenters ourselves, when you're watching Greg, you, you just, he's so likable and he's so authentic. I mean, he was vulnerable up there when he was talking about yeah. the, um, now I, I don't want to, I'm going to mix, I'm going to mix up the name. So the, the, the young, uh, the, uh, the young, uh, oh, Luge, the, Luge, sorry. um, the young loser that, that, that died, uh, from George, was it Georgia? He was from Georgia, I think. And, and, um, uh, the Georgian, country, Georgian. Where was country it? of Georgia. Country of Georgia, yeah. yeah. And uh, and he 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 died. And 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 when Greg was reflecting on that, and just like you really could, yeah, he got really emotional. But then how he like talked, walked us through like what he did for his breathing, and and what he had to do with his like you know when when James Duffy asked him a question, um, and put him on the spot. You know, Greg Greg told us about you know what was going on in his head, and and walked us through that whole process. And I tell you what, as a presenter myself, when you're watching that. The listening to Greg and how you know how vulnerable he was on stage, and then how he walked us through the entire process, and then sat down at his desk and basically said, "Your life's going to change," and it has, you know. Mm -hmm. And but that was his moment, you know. I mean, he's had many moments in his life, but um, you know, one of the things that really sticks out for Greg is he's incredibly focused and he's incredibly intentional uh, when it comes to his presenting. But not only that, it's when he it's how he lives his life with focus and attention, and that's that's one of the things that I that I love about you know knowing Greg personally, but also watching him as a presenter and I've seen him I've seen him a few times now and, and that's one of the big things that I got from him yeah he was a, he was a plus yeah and everyone loved him and he was a phenomenal way to end the third day because um, one of the things he said talked a lot about was your health but your mental and physical health yeah and uh, you have to you have to in order to be successful you've got to really equally hold those things to the same level of uh, you know your what you eat and what you take in both physically and in your brain and through your mouth is important. And I think personally, I mean, you need to listen to him and so do I, you know? Yeah, I, mean, I think you know? he's a, and he always has been such a really great reminder to me um, of what, of what it's really all about. Moving from him, James Rouse, what are your thoughts? Um, I, how do you put James Rouse into a, how do you, cap, you can't capture James Rouse. I don't know how you do it. He's a different level. He's a di he, he exists on a different plane. Um, you know what I mean? Like he's just—he's amazing. He, he talked to people. Like he got us—he worked us through a morning routine. What we, what, you know, with the physical, mental, uh, spiritual side of a morning routine, and he actually made us do it as a group. We were lying on the floor. We we're doing jumping jacks. We we're doing—we we're doing meditation. We we're doing reflection. He did it all, and he, he walked us through a morning that was, you know, and it was really impressive to see and, and to experience. And I had a lot of people say that. They really, really um, valued that experience a lot. He also, I, he told a story that I have retold about a half dozen times. I don't know if you have Mikey, but the story I was working on Christmas with the, the woman with stage four cancer. And uh, I literally was telling Ash it in the office when I got back and she said, well, how was I? I'm, I'm literally, I am bawling. Like I can't control, I'm telling this story, I can't, can't control myself. It was that powerful. And yeah. the message being, you know, what are your, what are your last words gonna be when you, you know, when you die? Yeah, he compared it to his dad, this, this patient he had. Yeah, it's an amazing story. Um, I've, you know, we've seen J J James, you know, we, you know him really well. I know him personally, and and just watching him, I, I remember listening to him for like, I mean, he spoke for almost, you know, about two hours, and I was like, you know, I was crying the entire time. And three things that really stuck out for me was be awake, not perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I really think that there's something to be said about that. Is you know, everybody strives, you know, for excellence and perfection, but you can't be all things to all people. Nope. And if you're tired or you're 
you know, you're in different, you know, a headspace and, and you know yourself, then you need to be, you understand, like, it, it's okay not to be perfect and not to be all things to all people. I mean, I need to learn that just today. <laughs> yeah. um, another thing is I no longer want to have one foot somewhere else. And I love that when he said that line, he's like, I made a deliberate intention to no longer want to have one foot somewhere else, which says to me, like, wherever you are, be 100% present. And mm -hmm. I find like, you know, you, got, you, know, you run very many entities of, of your many. company and you're, you know, we're constantly going and, you know, and I run a few things myself and, and I really want to be, uh, you know, learn to be as present as I possibly can. And, and, and then the last one that really resonated that I wrote down was what would love do now? And he says that he continues to ask that question and he, uh, he framed it when he was talking about um, the gentleman that was falling asleep on him on, on the plane just mm -hmm. then. And I think that's what makes a lot of these speakers so great. And, and especially uh, Dr. Rouse is that um, they, they use real life situations that happen that are relevant in the, the right. real time. It's right? not some, you know, Ron's done it. Alan's done it. All these wonderful James, like it's not, some, it's like a lot of the stuff you yeah, have, they've done before, but in, in that case, that was something that, you know, I, what would he asked himself that, you've that question experienced too. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And they really made that connection. So, you know, there's so much I can take from James. Uh, you know, if you ever get a chance to, to, to listen to, to Dr. Rouse or to read his book, attend an event, attend an event, you know, yeah, and I'm sure it. like you'll have him back again. At if one you of your come events. back, we'll have him back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he, and, and I've heard him and he's, he's just, he was so, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I'm an emotional person, but like he, I, I was crying the entire day from the moment that he started with his opening story to the end. I just did such self-reflection and it, it's, it's it was a perfect life. speaker to have the closing day because he really reminded all the entrepreneurs in the room, all the managers, CEOs in the room, um, that your heart and your mind need to be one. Yeah, exactly. And then when he says, he's like, we're all going to die. What's your last breath going to be like? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the last words you'll say? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was amazing. I get emotional thinking about it. Yeah, me too. Finally, um, and then, young oh, Eric. Oh my gosh, I you know this guy Eric, Eric Trumunde, who we've had in the show, friend of the show, good guy, our youngest speaker, twenty-seven years old, um, rock star in the HR world and 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 company culture, business culture world, um, and I felt bad for him because James was incredible, and he had to follow him, and I was like, I thought like. I even said, like, I, I don't know what you're going to do because, I mean, I wish you, like, you're, I know you're, you're, not, you're a professional, but it's going to be a lot to follow James. He then weaved, because he was there for all, all of it. Yeah, yeah. He weaved a little bit of everyone's message into his speech. So he had a piece from all the speakers from the previous three and a half days into his speech. So he literally tied it up with a bow. What, uh, yeah, and which, you know, he could have just did his speech that he he does at different conferences and everybody would have you know he's a very easy guy to to want to see do well he's a likable young man he's he's got great stage presence you know as pragmatically to watch him perform um and like you said like he was in the unenviable and the unenviable position of watching or of going behind james mm -hmm. right and and i thought i thought he was brilliant mm -hmm. you know uh one of the things about eric that i think comes out in the way that he presents is the young man knows who he is. And, and you know, I respect that, you know, um, one of the things, the takeaways that I took from him though, are what are your, what are the, what, um, what's the experiences of your work? You know what I mean? And I think as young, uh, uh, as young people getting jobs and any young entrepreneurs or young people that are working, that are listening to this so often you go to Indeed and you see the, the criteria to get the job, but very seldom are interviews spent on you as a person getting the job, asking what's the culture like, because is it a good culture? And he made a great, great connection from uh, uh, 
Air Canada and WestJet. He was flying Air Canada. He was talking to um, a young person who left WestJet, and you know she didn't she wasn't saying anything bad about WestJet. WestJet's great. Air Canada's great. It depends. It's it's up to it's your preference. But she said that she feels like she belongs at Air Canada. That's mm -hmm. more her style. And he, you know he even said he's like you know going into a um, going into a, a work environment where there's a ping pong table and a beer keg and things like that would make it so it would drive me crazy as an individual. I would not thrive in a situation like that with beanbag chairs and stuff. I need structure, I need, mm -hmm. but I need autonomy. I need to be do, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> it's kind of made me feel like not every, you know, not, it's not a one, one size fits all um, uh, mm -hmm. economy. And it's, so it certainly shouldn't be a one size fits all, um, you know, work environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Full stop. Agreed. You know, I mean, he was he was phenomenal and a smart, smart young guy. And he's got so he's got such a bright. He future. wrapped it with a bow. Yeah, he, he really, really did. did. In fact, when he when he finished up and I had to do the final thoughts, yeah. um, I did it about I think I did about ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, at the end, and I just kind of, I just I reflected on the whole thing, Nick, and I just said, perfection. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I dare say stupendous. Dare say stupendous, and, and I was, dare say it was really good. As Ron uh, Ron Tite has often said, I dare say. It's epic. It's epic. Um, you know, one one moment that stands out to me was uh, Kevin. One of our we had a couple of we had a number of Kevins at the event, but one of the Kevins came up to me and he said uh, he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, "Stu, I don't think people realize what you've put together. Mm -hmm. This is not seen anywhere. Uh, this level of speaker, this access, this time." This, it's this, the size, you know, you're not in a stadium where you're like, when in essence, in a stadium, you're watching the speaker on a screen. So in essence, you're just watching TV. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you can download anything from YouTube and watch it, but you can't ask YouTube or a video screen a question. Mm -hmm. You can't have a walk in the hallway. You can't have a conversation with someone. You can't have lunch or breakfast or dinner with them. You can't, you can't have them sign your book without like a paying a fee. You can't get a picture without paying a fee. You can't. I mean, it was just, it was, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. And, and, and kind of the final thoughts, I want your final thought first before I do my final thought. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so first of all, I, I think the event was exactly what the name was. Um, for me, I mean, I, I kind of laugh a little bit because Alan is such a kind guy. He's like, you guys, you guys, I wanted to stop. I'm like, listen, man, like this was all Stu. I mean, this is his well, business and things and I'm happy to help, but I couldn't do it without you, know, you, man. It was I, good to have an adult yeah, in the room with me. Um, I, I always say that. an adult and I need an adult in the room. No, with me I know what you mean. Yeah. Cause I'm always not that responsible. Yeah. So I need to have an adult. <laughs> so need an adult to help me, please. But what I got from that and I, you know, I'm, and I want to be, and as you are is, is a constant learner. And what I realized is, is, you know, a, I, I, I can play in the in that game. This is the game I want to play in, and, and that what I mean by that is, you know, I want to be able to add value to people's lives. Mm -hmm. And and B is, you know, be worthy and own your game, you know, and own your like own your life and be worthy of it. And, and it's okay to to say no to things, yeah. uh, to say because it, it says yes to other things. And you know, and you need to you need to understand that you you deserve you know, the good things that are happening in your life. And so often I think we all have that imposter syndrome, right? And, and yep. you know, so, talks yeah. About so from there, man, I, I got to say like all the presenters were, and that's another thing too. And I'll just say like, you know, so often, you know, I've been to other events and, and you got to wait in line to get a picture with the person. And, and it's just, it's not that sense, right? It's like, it's not that sense of community. Whereas like I literally had lunch and breakfast and dinner with like every presenter that was there. Not only every delegate that was sitting in the audience with me, I try to connect with in some capacity, but every single speaker, all 12 people, I made some sort of, you know, I got to connect with. And that's like, you know, it's, so now when I'm reading your book, I can remember some of the things that Alan said or Neen said or Eric has said, you mm -hmm. know, and the list goes on. I mean, mm -hmm. all, all 12 of them. So 
for you, man, I got to say, you know, my hat and I, we talked about this in an earlier episode. Um, I got to say hats off to you for putting this together. I know it was a huge, huge, you know, ordeal putting it all together, but well, Kara too. And, and I was just going to mention, you know, Kara was, was an amazing professional and I've never seen Kara work in that capacity before. And, and, and that, you know, she has run other events for you that I've been at, but not into that capacity. And, and I got to say, you know, a quick shout out to, to I mean, I know you'll say KG, something, but she was great. She was, uh, she was exactly, it was, she was exactly what that event needed. I can't picture anybody else running that event like her. I mean, she was phenomenal. Maybe Jennifer Aniston. I don't I, I would, I don't even think so. I got to disagree. I disagree. I just have a crush on Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> no, I get you. Okay. Um, that's what I took from it, that I'm worthy and, and I, it's life-changing. Like Alan said today, uh, it is a life-changing event and it really was for me personally, personally and professionally, spiritually, like everything, physically, all of it. And, and I say that because I learned more things about, you know, working out. I learned things about putting into my body. And, you know, I learned about meditation. I learned all these things about my business. I can't, I can go on forever. These are horrible last words to wrap no, it up. No, they're great. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's like your mind is That's full. It. Yeah, just, it really you know, is. Really, it was hard to put, I couldn't explain to, I got home and yeah. Jenny said, tell me everything. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can. Like I did Not my best, hours. but I think I left about 75%. Mikey, what did you think of the event? Was it? Mikey said it was amazing, and and I mean, Mikey didn't go into it with a, as a non. He went into it as doing a job at the event. And what a job! And what a job he did! And you're going to find out when this is over because we're going to show the video right after this when this ends. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned. It'll be added on to the event. Yeah. Uh, is that okay, Mikey? We can add it on at the end. Um. And um. But I mean, I think it's it was you know there was a couple times Mikey where you just said I forgot I was I, I forgot that I was filming the event because I was enjoying it so much I was I was into the speaker so yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, well, please don't do it ever again. <laughs> but I, I didn't say that. I was like, yeah, because they're really great. Yeah, like exactly. you loved Ron tight. You just, you were so, I think you were just enthralled by Ron's talk. I mean, we all were, but you know, and Neen was so wonderful what she did with Peter Katz, which is also good. We can go on for hours, but, what did you but get? The, the two things, the two final thoughts I'll say, and probably end up being three. Um, number one, I sat with um, some of the female um, community members and they, and some of the speakers had all said to me like, to have three strong women open that four-day event and set the tone was was not only the best way to do it. It was it was the most valuable way to do it for all of us because um, someone said, "Stu, I've never been to an event before in a conference or a business conference or a life skills conference that whatever you want to call it, entrepreneurship conference, where half the speakers were women." an entire day was just women. And it wasn't a woman's conference or it wasn't a yeah. women in leadership or women in business, women in whatever. It was just a, just an event for human beings to just, go to. They were experts just in entrepreneurs. Their field. They deserved to be there. And there's, there was no differential. Yeah. And I mean, it, if had Denise not started the event the way she did, it wouldn't have ended the way it did mm -hmm. with Eric. It was just perfect. Second thing I'll say is, um, for me as a, as a youth speaker for 30 years, um, you know, 29 years, whatever it's been, I, I've never uh, felt so comfortable speaking to adults as mm -hmm. I did and never and, and have your peers say um, that was a good job you yeah. did like you did you, you handled yourself well I enjoyed your thing you're funny you've got a good, good, good storyteller to have your peers say that validate right and yeah. validate something you kind of question in yourself for sure you know it's, it's one thing for a great kid in grade 10 to go that was funny yeah exactly you know yeah. but it's different when People who are running multi-million dollar businesses. When Ron Tite says you're funny. Yeah, exactly. And he's a comic genius. Yeah, exactly. You know, or he found me a good storyteller. And then the last thing I'll say is um, we did a review and every single person in the room said they wanted to come back. 
And uh, so what we're actually doing is we're gonna open up on June 1st, the registrations for next year. Uh, we're allowing everybody who was there last year to take the spots they want. Because the community, once you're in the community, you're in the community. Unless you do something stupid, you're always in the community. Um, we have speakers who all want to come back and be part. You heard Alan. I know. I don't even have you to just, speak. I, I just want to be there. I just want to be there. Um, it was that good. So um, if you're interested, epiccommunity.com. Um, put in authentic, um, the, the code authentic20, and you get 20% off the admission to come. We're only going to have 35 spots available because the rest of them are already full. Yeah. For next year, so, so 35 spots available for next year for 2020. Yeah. Um, it'll Which be is in, 11 months away. Yeah, and it'll be in Toronto, yeah. uh, not in Vancouver this year. So um, I'm pumped. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And I mean, if for those, for everybody out there, that's that. If you just heard this code, like do like go and sign up. It'll mm -hmm. it'll change your life. And one final shout out uh, to Page Two, um, who did the Epic Journal. Um, yeah. It was excellent. I mean, Nick uses it. Actually uses it. I use it. Yeah. Um, page two with uh, Trina and and Jesse. Thank you so much for putting that together for us. And you guys were rock stars. Um, and uh, Mikey, thanks for doing this. Portia, thanks for doing all the show notes for this. I know we probably you now have seen every speaker's website at least twice. <laughs> um, and we really appreciate everyone who was any way, shape, or form part of the epic event in Vancouver, BC this past April. Yes. Until next time, man. Keep being epic. Keep being authentic. I'm Stu Saunders. I'm Nick Foley. See ya.